Hey, what's up? Thanks for spending some time with me today. You're listening to Blissful Prospecting. My name is Jason Bay. If you're finding the podcast for the first time, this is for reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with their prospects, but hate sending hundreds of cold emails that never get responded to and making cold calls and not feeling very confident. So if that's ever happened to you before, or you're looking to level up you know, your outbound game and especially your sales game, you're definitely in the right place. Today, this episode is part of our skills series. So the goal with these episodes is to be pretty short and sweet and very tactical. And the topic that I want to talk about today is something I see a lot around. And if you consume content on LinkedIn, you know, there's a lot of people that put sales content out there, a lot of sales reps that do. And a lot of them have built really great personal brands. And the question I get a lot is, well, should I be creating content? And I have some mixed opinions on this because the advice that I often see is, well, hey, you need to be a content curator instead of a content creator. So in other words, you don't need to create any content at all. You don't need to write a LinkedIn post, have a podcast, write a blog post, create videos, nothing like that. You just need to curate other people's content and then have an opinion on it. I do not like that approach because when you curate other people's content, that doesn't actually build authority. So if you just have a LinkedIn feed, let's say, or you're prospecting and you're sharing content and all you do is share other people's content, you don't actually create anything. It's better than doing nothing, but the best reps that I see, they don't just curate content, they actually create it. And it's not in the way that you would think. It's not like they have a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel, nothing like that. They leverage their client's expertise and become best practice brokers. So best practice broker is someone that is really in tune with their clients and what they want, what their goals are, what their challenges are, what they're trying to accomplish, what their fears are, their aspirations, what they're thinking about a year or two from now, and they share that information with their other clients. That's all it is. So it doesn't mean that you have a LinkedIn profile or that you're quote unquote LinkedIn famous or or an influencer. You don't need to be any of that stuff to be a kick-ass salesperson. But you need to become a best practice broker if you're not doing that. And here's how. It's less complicated than you think. So one is make a list of five clients that best represent your next best five clients. So think about the people right now that you've closed in the last six or 12 months or that you've been working with the longest that have been the best case studies. They've had the shortest sales cycles. They're the most fun to work with. You get the best results for. Largest deal size, whatever it might be. Make a list of those five people. Then what you're going to do is a 30-minute call with them, Zoom call. You're going to record it. Ask them if you can record it. You're not going to air that video necessarily, but you're going to ask them these five questions. And what these five questions are going to do is give you content that you can share with other prospects. They're going to give you stuff you can put in your emails, stories that you can tell when you're prospecting. And if you want to post stuff on LinkedIn, it'll give you content for that too. So here are the five questions. One, what is one thing that's working really well for you to produce XYZ result? So what's one thing that's working really well for you to reduce your taxes? What's one thing that's working really well for you to reduce response times and increase the level of customer experience that you're providing so that you're maintaining a good lifetime value? Whatever is the result that you're pushing, okay? What is one thing that's working really well for you guys to produce XYZ result? What is it going to tell you? This is going to give you a best practice, a strategy, a way of thinking, something like that. Number two, what are your top two to three priorities? And a way that you can really load this question up, um, Ethan Parker, you know, he's a guy in our boot camp. He 
recommended asking this question in every discovery call, and I just love it. So shout out to you, Ethan. He just asked, hey, I know you're probably working on a million different things right now, but in order to make this conversation most relevant for you today, what are your top two or three priorities? He puts it in their best interest, right? So figure out, and again, record this or write it down word for word. Those top two to three priorities, you want to get super detailed. So don't accept, oh, we're, we're growing top line revenue. What do you mean? Tell me more. What are you focused on? What are you focused on avoiding? What problems are you having? Right? Get them to really talk more about that. And this becomes something that you can lead with in cold calls. And it becomes a ways that you can structure your messaging and emails. Hey, I'm talking to a lot of people like you right now, and they're telling me that their top two or three things they're focused on are this, this, and this. And if you really nail it and find some good patterns, you're going to have some really good stuff. Third question, what problems get in the way of you making progress on those priorities? And again, no simple answer. Tell me more. Tell me more. Get them to really open up and talk about the problems. Because now, now you can talk about the problems that you're seeing other people have. Four, what are you most concerned about six to 12 months from now? Some people, it's taxes. How the taxes have changed with the new administration. GDPR was a big thing, <laughs> you know, a while ago. What kind of industry type things are people thinking about and worried about in the next six to 12 months? You know, if I'm, if I'm an outbound sales development, you know, a person, manager, director, or I'm a VP of sales, what I might be worried about right now is, you know, if LinkedIn was a big part of our strategy, they're capping connection requests to 100 per week. Or, hey, a lot of emails, there's some, some new spam filters that Outlook and Gmail have created and, and our emails are not getting through. So any of that kind of stuff you want to get. And lastly, question number five is, what do you want to know most from your peers? So this gives you some really good ammunition to share best practices, right? So what is one thing that's working really well for you to accomplish XYZ result? What are your top two to three priorities? What problems get in the way of you making progress on those priorities? What are you most concerned about six to 12 months from now? And what do you want to know most from your peers? Take extremely detailed notes. The exact words, phrases, all of that stuff really matters. So the third part to this, so once you've made a list of those five clients, you've done those calls, now you're going to retell their stories. So five clients times these five questions, that's 25 pieces of content. You can turn those into written posts, videos, etc. And let's say that if you only put this stuff out on LinkedIn or wherever twice per week, that's an entire quarter's worth of content. Kind of crazy, huh? Right? Two times per week, 25 pieces of content. You get a whole quarter's worth of content for about two and a half hours of work, plus the time it creates to take that con uh, create that content. So let's say you spend an hour a week creating the content. Right? Not bad. Right? Not bad at all. And you're, you actually have stuff that's really valuable that can be repurposed for a lot of different reasons. So the takeaway here is don't be a content curator, be an expert in sharing your client's best practices. Be a best practice broker. That's my tip for you today. I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, leave a review on the podcast. I'd love to hear if you've listened to this podcast for a while, what you think. I'd really appreciate in a short, honest review so that we can get this podcast in front of more folks like you. So thanks for tuning in. That's all I got for today. We'll talk to you next time.